ALT Mentions Podcast. Listen to Neil and Pip. We talk learning technology. Hello. Welcome to the ALT Mentions Podcast. This is our first pilot episode to tell you what the podcast is about. I am Neil Dixon and with me is Pip McDonald. Hello. We are going to um, start with who we are. Uh, so Pip, who are you? That's a really, really difficult question, but but uh, my name is Pip, yes, as you know, and I'm a learning technology project manager um, at an international language school. So I'm really interested in technology-enhanced language learning, or TEL for short. And how about you, Neil? I'm interested in information literacy and how we use e-learning and online learning. Awesome. So... How did we start this conversation? So we met at the ALT General Assembly in February, I believe, or March of this year. And how did this podcast come about? It was your idea. Was it? Wow, it cool. It was indeed. Well, one of, one of the questions put by in the Assembly was, how can we share practice, best practice between ALT members? So yes. I think your idea was to start a podcast. You can just listen to it when you're driving or walking at your desk when you're eating your lunch or something and it doesn't require any like engagement from a sort of active point of view you can just put it on in the background uh, so it's quite a good way to learn about stuff yes it's a very accessible um and in terms of widening the impact of what alt does it's good to get capture the voices of learning technologists in all types of context so not just higher education but maybe in the nhs working in the private sector, different types of educational institution. We're all kind of doing the same thing, but in a different context. So it's nice to kind of have that conversation and use the podcast as a platform for that. So uh, what have you been up to this week, Neil? I've been up to several things. One of the most interesting thing which I learned was what media enhanced learning. I think, actually, I need to figure out this acronym. The acronym is METAL. Metal. Oh, that's a brilliant acronym. <laughs> yes. It sounds a bit weird when you start saying it, like in a sentence when you're meant to be in a room full of learning technologists, none of whom have long hair or anything. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's called Media Enhanced Technology. Te- <laughs> <laughs> I need to look it up now. Well, I'm going to have to edit this out now because I've forgotten what it means. <laughs> anyway, it's media. Tell you what, let's start again from this point forward. Okay. Right, so ask ask me the question again. So, Neil, what have you been up to this week? Well, I learned something, and that is about media-enhanced learning and teaching. And someone who I work with is doing a review of how we use various forms of media, like interactive media or visual media or audio media in in learning and teaching. Uh, And what do we need to do to improve or increase our outputs if you like um so that was a very interesting so is that is that a little bit like multimodality so all the different modes audio video etc i don't know what you mean by that but i (laughs) i know that it's about for example in assessments you might use audio feedback instead of feedback you might have use like um like a video to submit assignments instead of just a written assignment. Do you think students prefer um, audio feedback as opposed to something delivered in a, a written form? Um, some students might. I suppose it's up to the... Yeah, everyone's different, aren't they? Some people like to have everything in front of them and read over it, digest it. 
some students like to just listen and take it in if there's a preferred method really yeah i suppose you're right it depends on the student because if we just think about ourselves as students just for a second i suppose it just depends doesn't it but maybe a variety of um media embedded into assessment would be good just so that everyone has a chance to have their preference but it's difficult to sort of pick out a singular one isn't it yes um what have i not been up to learning technology wise um firstly you you use camtasia right uh yeah well camtasia 2019 has just been released um as we were talking about the other day um and as part of that you get access to the professional certification for camtasia so it involves going through lots of videos and a lot of quizzes at the end, very similar to what we were just talking about for your students. So I finished that this week. Um, so I'm very happy about that because screencasting and video scribing are something I think are both approaches that I think are really quite um, exciting. I don't know about what you think about that. Yeah, oh, definitely. There's definitely an art to screencasting, all the different things you've got to think about, um, voice narration, resizing the canvas, cropping, that kind of thing, um, adding call-outs, embedding quizzes, really exciting stuff. So I've been a geek in Camtasia for a couple of weeks doing this um, certificate thing, so I would really recommend that. So you could see how it could be used. You can do a sort of instructional videos on how to use the VLE for induction, for example, those kinds of things. What kind of stuff have you created on Camtasia? Yeah, I've done screencasts. I have done screencasts on how to use like library resources yeah um, but yeah i know what you mean trying to get if you like subtitles as well to put on for accessibility yes. um, and trying to draw the attention to certain points in the screencast it's very important yeah. absolutely yeah there's sort of elements that you can add to sort of highlight things and put arrows in and um something talking about accessibility i think there was um something in camtasia where it um it allows you to um, check if the content that you're creating is um, SCORM compliant, oh, yeah. which I think is um, really important in learning technology. And you're a black belt in Camtasia. That's well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just a black. I love that metaphor, but um, just really excited by it. I think it's a very good piece of software, and it's not too badly priced either, um, in comparison to other sort of software for this type of thing. Yeah, quite powerful. So, um, I submitted a Microsoft Innovative Educator Expert, or M-I-E-E, -E application. Yes. Uh, what on earth is that? Yes, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> it's um, another acronym, but if you go onto the um, Microsoft Education Innovator webpage, you have access to lots of sort of um, online CPD videos and courses. And you can become a Microsoft Innovative Educator or an MIE very easily if you complete um, courses adding up to a thousand points. But you can go that bit extra and become an MIEE with the expert bit on the end. And you've got to um, submit 
Have you heard of Sway? Yeah. Well, it's available on Office 365. Um, it's quite a simple but powerful presentation sort of tool. Um, so you've got to submit um, a Sway to it and answer some specific questions on, for example, if you become an expert, what, what do you think you'll be doing in 12 months? And how have you actually used Microsoft learning tools, etc.? So it so that is quite a reflective thing. It's a bit like doing a smaller version of the CMALT. Yeah. A bit like a, a micro CMALT, but focusing on Microsoft learning tools. I have to say, the Immersive Reader is the best tool of 2019. I don't know if you've seen it. I probably not stopped talking about it, but um, that, that could be um, an episode from the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There is also a Microsoft Innovative Educator Meetup at Microsoft headquarters in Paddington in London this week. Oh, you're going to say Seattle then. But... That would be also very <laughs> awesome. But no, no, Paddington's good. It's good. London Paddington. Yeah, cool. So like, when, when do you find out about that? I'm not sure. I think they're accepting applications up to the 15th of July. So fingers crossed. I'm sure they'll be very happy to know that I'm sharing their awesomeness of their tools to the world. Like you said, they've got some the very ubiquitous tools, which are very easy yeah. to use. And they have some neat features, which, yeah, quite a lot of people might not even be aware of so yeah that sounds well, awesome what i liked about it was that they, they sort of ask you to sort of reflect on what the 21st century classroom would be um and also to think about what an inclusive classroom would be um, and i think those two things are very important um and particularly with the immersive reader which is really sort of raising issues about accessibility I think that's quite important for any, for any learning technologist to have a good think about. I came across this um, great book called uh, The Brave New Digital Classroom. Um, I think the author the authors are Blake and Cramsh. Can't quite remember if it was 2013. But um, that idea of this brave new digital classroom really stuck with me. That's it for today. And we'll end on that note. You've been listening to Neil and Pip. And thank you for joining us on the Alt Mentions podcast. Be sure to tune in again soon. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Oh, oh, oh.